0: Welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being with us this morning. You, We are going to have a great show for you today, as usual, folks. And don't forget... Uh, on air politics and right uh, KpfTFm is has moved from Monday Wednesday Friday at noon central to Monday through Fridays every day of the week at 6 a.m Central. please join us and be a part of the local state national and international conversation. While I'm decidedly progressive folks, I believe in engaging listening and learning from everyone irrespective of their political ideology. you will never get disrespected on this program. I believe in civil coexistence. There are many ways to listen to or watch politics done right live. Tune in on your radio dial. I imagine if you're in your car or elsewhere, goes to 90.1 FM Houston. It is on air. You can stream KPFT 90.1 FM via the tune in app on Android or Apple app, get it from your store, just check out KPFT in that app, and you can stream us. You can, of course, go to our website, stream KPFT 90.1 FM via our website at kpft.org and kpft.org, then just click on the, the, you know, go live, the button that shows you exactly how to stream, or you can watch us live at facebook.com slash kpft Houston. And of course, you can see the video as we're doing the show live at politicsdoneright.tv. Politicsdoneright.tv. Don't forget, folks. This is a call-in show. I would love to hear your comments today. We're we're starting with a tough, tough subject and a governor that we should all. Well, we'll talk about that a bit later, folks. We'll talk about that. Call seven one three. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. With your comments, do you agree, disagree? You want to change a subject? This is your show. Every comment is appreciated, so please drop me an email at kpft at politicsdoneright.com. If you have suggestions for future topics, if you want to tell me anything, If you want to disagree, agree, affirm, reaffirm, whatever, we want to have that bi-directional communication with our listeners. We want to have a medium where you know there is your station, KPFT, that you can engage with. We want folks engaged. That is how we get a better politics. That is how we get a better system where everyone is heard and everyone knows that they are heard. Seven one three. 526-5738. So folks, be a part of the conversation. Be a part of what we all represent here. Anyhow, folks, the first topic, why Greg Abbott is a monster. And for those of you who voted for Greg Abbott, it's not on you, but going forward, going forward, it would be. folks. Humanity, you know, that's what this program truly believe in, all of our collective humanity, and that we have a governor that seems not to see that, that we have a governor that is intent on finding scapegoats, that we have a governor intent on separating people, that we have a governor that is trying to rile up within us that part of our carnality that is afraid and act like we're afraid that then ultimately hurts our fellow human being. Amen. moyeldin exposed Greg Abbott as the monster that he is in a well-delivered piece on MSNBC last night. And I tell you, I could not have been more impressed with that piece because, again, too often we find that the mainstream media isn't, is, it takes, tries to look on both sides of every story when some stories have one side. And the side of the story where it comes to Abbott is the lack of compassion, humanity, the lack of empathy. What Eamon did last night is what journalism should look like. When there are several parts to a story, you put it out there. When a story is not, it, it's gray, you put the sides out. When there's a side that is distinctively wrong, you don't give it the option of light. You don't give a story that is factually wrong the option to grow that is what creates evil within society the texas tribune reported the following greg abbott regret monday after facing intense criticism for labeling all victims of the cleveland texas shooting rampage as illegal immigrants even through it even though it appears At least one of them was not. Notice it says at least one of them was not. Likely others weren't either. But why are we bringing the victims into this or their their status? They were killed. They were killed by policies instituted by whom? Ah, But maybe that's the reason he wanted to switch Maybe that's the reason he wanted to change the direction of the discussion into, al- into what he likes to call legal aliens, even though no, al- no alien is illegal. But he didn't want you to realize that his policies are killing Texans. Abbott's office issued a statement Monday afternoon that suggested unnamed federal officials provided Mistaken information indicating that all victims were in the country illegally. Since Abbott's initial comment Sunday, evidence has surfaced that one of the victims was a permanent legal resident of the United States. We've learned, we've since learned that at least one of the victims may have been in the United States legally. Abbott spokesperson, René Easy, said in this statement, We regret if the information was incorrect and detracted from the important goal of finding and arresting the criminal. But that's not the issue. Why are we talking about status when we have five dead people, a nine-year-old kid that was executed with an AR-15, guns that shouldn't be legal but are legal in this state? It's shameful. The statement did not address criticisms that Abbott's language focused on the victims' immigration status instead of the victims' and their families. Though Easy noted, any loss of life is a tragedy, and our hearts go out to the families who have lost a loved one. You cannot recover a dead body after instituting policies that kills Abbott made the initial comment in a news release Sunday that announced a $50,000 reward for information about the shooter who remained on the run after the Friday massacre. Authorities say 38-year-old Francisco Oropesa killed five of his neighbors, including a nine-year-old boy with an AR-15 style rifle after one of them asked him to stop firing shots in his yard so their baby could sleep. Why the hell is somebody just firing like crazy shots all over the place? Why? And with, uh, and with AR-15s or whatever he is using at the time, and then being drunk and walking into a home because he was mad that somebody told him to stop. Why? But you know, it's that, that occurrence is no different that's, than what's happening every single day in Texas. Now that everybody is packing, now that everybody has the ability to joke, just go get a gun. In places like Houston where traffic is crazy, where traffic gets your blood boiling, somebody cuts you off, road rage starts. In the past, somebody shows you a finger. In the past, somebody does something. Whereas it was just uh, people shouting or whatever. Now there's a gun sitting next to you. And you, in, in, in that temporary insanity that many go through, you take it up and you pop a cap into somebody. Your whole life changes because a governor and his party institutes a policy that just makes it easy. For you to kill, to maim, to hurt your fellow man, your fellow woman, your fellow child. It's evil. These are the same people that talk, if you make drugs available to everybody, then people are going to use it. Yeah, but if you make drugs available to everyone, and given that it's a personal thing, You can care for someone, but when somebody has already been bulleted by someone else, there ain't no coming back. There ain't no coming back. I hope folks that are listening to me understand the severity and also the causality of what we're looking at here. The causality is important, folks. Causality is important. The kids in Uvalde would not have been dead if an 18-year-old didn't have the option to legally acquire that weapon of destruction. Had we passed the laws that many have been begging for, had we passed the law that a 20, you had to be 21 when you are three years more mature mentally than an 18-year-old, Those kids in Uvalde would have been alive. Whose policies? Governor Abbott's and his party's policies in Texas. They claim to be the party of life. We believe in the sanctity of life, they say. But somehow, policy after policy after policy Kills. I'm going to continue with this part on guns and I'm going to play that a snippet from a Moyadin thing, but I want to talk about policy after policy is about death. Right now, the pandemic. Has been declared or will be declared over in a few days. The pandemic Medicaid addition is ending. The pandemic Medicaid coverage is ending. Therefore, many Texans that are currently on Medicaid will lose their health care. They will be sentenced to death. Because Texas refuses to accept even as they are in session right now. They refuse to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which means, folks, all of you in rural areas will, re- will restart again for hospitals on the margins in the rural areas, in areas that are generally considered red Republican. You will lose your hospitals. Many of you will. You will lose your clinics. Many of you will. Because the money is coming for the expanded Medicaid is gone. But, but they're talking transgender in, 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 inside, of the, inside of the legislature now. How does talking about a transgender person affects you who has cancer, affects you who has MS, affects you who have all these other diseases? How? But that's what they're talking about. Debate and switch. As Justin Jones of the Tennessee Three would say, debate and switch. Don't tell the people that are my constituents that I'm screwing them. Just tell them, hey, look there. There's that trans guy. They're going to your kid's school. But I have no health care. There's that trans guy that's going to your church. But AR-15s are being sold to make profits for the, the gun companies, to make profits for the people who donate to my campaign. That's what it's all about, people. You don't really count. Do you think Abbott cares about you? No one who cares about you refuses to give you health care. Nobody who cares about you ensures that a company can make profits off of the potential killing by gun of you. But, you know, if we have smoke and mirrors and we make you scared of all those people coming south of the border for a better life, well, hey, man, we can do and get away with just about anything. Well, I'm asking those of you that are listening to The Voice here, people, let's wake up. People are good. I don't care who you are, Democrat, Republican. Anarchist, you know, uh, independent, libertarian, everybody have kids, everybody wants to see their kids doing well, everybody wants to do good. It's evil, people. Our governor is a monster. I said it. I said it. We're talking about human beings. We are talking about human beings. And when we don't treat human beings like humans, how can we not be considered monsters? 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit extension 2. All lines are opened. And again, like I said, those of you, for those of you who are listening, who know what I'm saying, but just may want to say something in Spanish, 713-526-5738, extension number 2, 713-526-5738, extension number 2, you can speak to me in Spanish, I'll you know, repeat what you needed to say in English, but we need to hear from you, I'd love to hear your point of view, or do you disagree? If you disagree, please call as well. I want to understand how after knowing the statements of facts that I've just made, could you still possibly not see what this guy represents? 713-526-573. Please don't wait till the end of the show to call because we get less time with you. 713 Five two six five seven three eight. I'm gonna play the video in a little bit and uh, uh, but I wanted before I play it, I wanna see if anybody wants to make a call and make any mention about what I've just stated. 713-526-5738. All lines are open. It's early, I know. It's early, but I know somebody has something to say. Una vez más seven one three. Good morning, Alistair Waters. Good morning, E2247. Good morning, all my peeps on the chat as well. Uh, The Fitz is my son's favorite shipwreck of study, says Alistair Waters. 713-526-5738. Okay, I'll go ahead and play this. Uh, This is an important piece here. Great piece done by... Amen. Let me cue this up right here and make sure we are all cued correctly to get it done right. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, the guy is a monster. And in order for Americans to see, for Texans to see, for all to see, it requires good journalism that is willing to tell it like it is. You know, uh, there, there are two great journalists at MSNBC, Eamon Ding and uh, Ali Velshi. And they seem to always get it right. I'm going to play a clip from Amen that he did uh, tonight. And it's important because the way he organized the subject to prove that Governor Abbott is a monster, an unempathetic monster, a necessary piece. Very few would do it at this level, with this caliber. Check this out, and then we'll take it at the, on the other side. Late Friday night, according to police, Arapesa's
1: neighbor, a man named Wilson Garcia, approached Orapesa to ask him to stop firing his gun so close to Garcia's home. Arpeza refused, but it didn't end there. He then retrieved an AR-15 rifle, went to Garcia's home, and murdered five people, including Garcia's wife and nine-year-old son. It is a senseless tragedy and part of a larger pattern of interpersonal disputes turning deadly when guns are involved in this country. It is hard to imagine that horrible situation being any worse But Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott's response somehow did, in fact, make things even worse. After reports of the shooting had already circulated Saturday, Abbott tweeted this out. A picture of his dog with the caption, all smiles for the weekend. Now, look, the governor might argue that that tweet was pre-scheduled or he didn't know about the shooting when it was posted. But that in of itself raises the question was the governor unaware of a horrible mass shooting in his own state? The alternative is somehow even worse, that Greg Abbott did know about the shooting, and even after knowing about it, posted that tweet anyway. And when Governor Abbott finally did address the shooting, his response was somehow even worse than the dog picture. Even in the wake of a horrible tragedy, Abbott couldn't help but take the opportunity to demonize Texas's immigrant community. Writing in part, quote, I've announced a $50,000 reward for info on the criminal who killed five illegal immigrants Friday. First of all, let's be clear. That is not true. We have learned at least one of the victims was a legal resident of the United States. But honestly, that is irrelevant. As the sheriff representing Cleveland, Texas made it plain. Listen. My heart.
2: is with this eight-year-old little boy. I don't, I don't care if he was here legally. I don't care if he was here illegally. He was in my county, five people died in my county, and that is where my heart is.
1: It didn't matter to him, but it certainly mattered to Governor Abbott. His worldview has been poisoned by right-wing xenophobia, and even in the wake of a tragedy like this, He is unable to see the victims for who they are, human beings, and reduce them to simply their immigration status. And this kind of rhetoric is part of a larger pattern from Governor Abbott, who has arguably displayed a sense of indifference towards gun violence in his state, especially, especially when the victims are people of color. Don't forget the night of the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, when a gunman armed with an AR-15 slaughtered 19 children and two teachers— What did Greg Abbott do? He flew. He flew to a fundraiser. Abbott then praised law enforcement for their response to the shooting, a response which we now know was entirely negligent because police said they actually didn't go into the school because they were no match for the AR-15 that they would face. Again, it raises this fundamental question. Was Greg Abbott ignorant of the truth? Or was he callously lying to the public about what he knew? It's not just Uvalde. In 2019, after an anti-immigrant domestic terrorist massacred 23 people and injured 23 more in a shooting specifically targeting the Latinx community in El Paso, Texas, folks were quick to point out that Abbott's rhetoric about immigrants only added fuel to the fire, including a mailer. That went out the day before the shooting telling voters, quote, if we are going to defend Texas, we'll need to take matters into our own hands. And less than three weeks after the deadly anti-immigrant hate crime, he was back at it again, lambasting undocumented immigrants on social media. In the years since the El Paso massacre, Governor Greg Abbott and Texas Republicans have only made it easier to carry guns in Texas, not harder, and they did so with a controversial 2021 law allowing most residents to open carry a handgun without a permit. One Texas sheriff told the New York Times, "quote it seems like now there's been a tipping point where just everybody is armed. But even amid an epidemic of gun violence in his state, we have no choice but to assume that everybody being armed is exactly what Governor Abbott wants.
0: Now, there are five dead people in a family. And you are going to, as a governor who should show empathy, you are going to talk about this in a tweet, etc. That tweet should show compassion. That tweet should have nothing about uh, any kind of political mumbo-jumbo that may be going on right now, any kind of political uh, polariza- polarizing things that are going on right now. Of course, you are the one who creates most of the polarization in Texas. You're the one who creates most of the hate in Texas, Governor Abbott. But it is shameful what this guy did. And Ayman Mohoyeddin did an excellent job in pointing that out. Again, a lot of times mainstream media journalism, because of the games they must play, because of who their advertisers are, etc., makes one wonder often. But finding a way to break through something that we always find guys like Ali Velshi and Eman Muhayadin and others are able to accomplish. Very good job. But again, Greg Abbott is a monster. We have elected a monster that is not only creating dissension among people. It's not o- he's not only killing his people by refusing the Medicaid expansion to affordable care, making sure that some Texans die because they have no health care, health care that is available and paid for already. Throwing guns on the market as anyone who has a gun, wants a gun can get it, which means Anybody who's having a bad day may just shoot up in the sky like something that happened in Texarkana. A few days ago, when somebody just decided to shoot up in the air and a bullet strikes somebody on the field. When somebody gets mad, road rage, and they would normally show a finger or something but because they have a gun next to them. They're irate, they're not thinking straight. That guy supposedly who killed five people was drunk. They're not thinking straight, but he has a gun available. This is shameful. And the governor shows that he is, in, he is incapable, incapable of dem- displaying any sort of humanity. Absolutely, so let's go ahead and go to Richard Richard, line one. come on in, Richard. how you doing this morning? Richard, you're on? Richard, you're on. You can start talking. Oh, I think you get tired of waiting. Oh, okay. uh let's go ahead and go to Alistair and Richard, if you if you call back in now you will get on to the Air Hit extension too. That's the reason why I was trying to hold back on the video to get folks a chance to call in. Call 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Come on in, Alistair. How are you doing this morning?
3: Hey, good morning. I'm doing all right. Talk to me, sis. Okay, so... The Republican politicians, they know dog whistles. They know dog whistles really well. If it's not, you know, protesting James and the Giant Peach or taking away our guns and blah, blah, blah. They use these amazing catchphrases that... Pick up on people's ears, and we, as a society, need to get educated. They are trying to stop us from getting educated, but we have to fight against that and get educated and and humble ourselves enough to maybe adopt a different perspective or at the very least accept other perspectives that other people have. but as long as as long as you know. Being a Republican and following the Republican way is easy. And as a society, I think we've grown lazy and we want the easy button all the time
0: for everything. That is so That's- true, Alistair. That is so true. Go ahead.
3: Oh, no, that was it.
0: I'm- yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, when when Our- I saw the report yesterday, Alistair, that the, that the governor... Uh, the first thing he thought he wanted to put out there was that somehow, uh, you know, these victims were, or what he calls them, illegal. Aliens. I mean, because
3: of their immigration status. Yeah. Right. What does yeah. that matter? A bullet doesn't see your your papers. A bullet sees whatever's in front of it and goes through it because that's what a bullet is intended to do,
0: is but to. You- impact you know I I, yeah. I I think you hit it on the nail i think he uh, he also wanted to uh he, he, the, the truth of the matter is i think he prefers us talking about him mentioning immigration status than us mentioning the the, the real issue the real issue being wait a minute uh how I, I bet i bet when you check that guy would i don't know the i don't know the answer to this okay but it wouldn't surprise me exactly. if that guy bought the gun legally. Nobody has to, all, you know, he just has to answer a question. Hey, you do can you have a record? And, and he just goes in. buy a gun.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like they check to make sure that, you know, you're answering that question truthfully. Exactly. You know, any, and yeah. We have some laws on the books that are not enforced.
4: Exactly. With, uh,
3: and and that's a problem. That's, you know, because yet again, as a society, we want our, we want life spoon-fed to us. Because <laughs> we're lazy. It's- Not all of us. But, you know, life's hard. And everything... You want, if you want it bad enough, you'll do it and want it. You got to work for the hard things. And we just have to push passion into people's hearts that sometimes the hard thing is the right way to go.
0: Exactly. 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 Uh. 713-526-5738, 713, wake up people, 713-526-5738, extension 2, we have lines open, Alistair's on line 2, we have five other lines waiting for you, 713, please don't wait till the end of the show, usually, you know Alistair, that's what happens a lot of times, at the end of the show we just get a wash of folks coming in and they want to say the right things, but again, they come in at the end of the show.
3: I have to wait for the house to be empty before I call. Otherwise it'll be <laughs> uh, loud, cacophonous, and even sometimes a little
0: obnoxious. Well,
3: um, uh, it, it's abusive to my ears. I don't want to abuse other people's ears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, thank you so kindly for giving us a call, Alistair. We couldn't do this without you great listeners out there, my friend.
3: Hey, you have a good day, brother. I'll talk to you later.
0: Absolutely. 713-526-5738. ¿Dónde están toda mi gente? Están todo mi gente? 713-526-5738. Give us a call and you will get on the air quickly. 713-526-5738. One more time. 713 526 what do you think about guns? What do you think about how we are dealing with guns? What do you think about how the governor is dealing with guns? I want you to think about it, folks, and I want to hear what, what are what are your thoughts? I saw two calls just come in and got dropped. Just give us a call again in in case there's an issue with the phone 713-526-5738. We are we've get we get calls are coming in, but some reason we can't um uh, I get them. moms to call again, 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738, I won't play the other video since I see these calls coming in and I wanna go ahead and take them right away. 713-526. Uh,
2: we are processing them right now, Egberto. We'll get them to you in just a minute.
0: Great, they are gonna be processed and be coming in a minute, so I won't go into that other video as they are processed, my dear friends. Anyway, um, as far as um, as far as uh, Greg Abbott again, I really need everybody to be focused on this issue. I need folks to be focused, and you can you can bring whichever one you want to bring in, and I'll see it on the screen and uh, take it right away. Uh, I think there. Oh wow! Okay, folks, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, the next subject that we're going to talk about is. Michael Steele on an aged, on on an aged Donald Trump. Okay, let's go ahead and get John in, and then we'll we'll take it from there. Uh, let's see. I don't want to move on to the other subject, as I know this is a one that is active at this point in time. But the next subject is going to be Michael Steele on an aged, obese, or not obese but obese Trump. Michael Steele was asked. By the MSNBC host, if Republicans were strained too far on the Biden is too old issue. Steele agreed. In fact, he said that they should be careful given that most of the Fox News watchers are part of the geriatric cabal. I see that John is ready. It's green. So you can put that one on before I continue with this, if if at all possible. John, come on in.
2: Good morning, Alberto.
0: Good morning. How are you doing this morning?
2: I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for doing everything that you do. And well, I thank- want to stop lights, okay? I'm uh, over 60 years old. I've been around guns my whole life. I was raised with guns. And, you know, we hunted and we put food on the table with them at a time when, uh, way back when that was needed. You know what I'm saying? And yes. no one guns are made for one purpose, and that is to kill. That's all they do. And I have lived my whole life, and not one time have I seen a gun used in self-defense to save any person. But in that same amount of time, I've watched my 13-year-old nephew playing with a gun. I held him in my arms while he lay there dying because uh, he accidentally shot himself with a a gun. I've seen my brother on drugs kill two girls and then shoot himself with a gun. I have seen neighbor after neighbor accidentally shoot and kill their other family members with a gun, and not once have I seen a gun save someone in in this situation. I can say that truthfully.
0: You, you know, John, you you are not saying anything that the statistics that I've read, the statistics that I've researched research have said. Most people who have arms, they it's never it's rarely used for self defense. It's used. It's generally used to harm someone. Someone accidentally, exactly as what occurred in your family. That is what has occurred. So yes, you are so right about that. And again, we're not asking people to give up their guns per se. We're asking people to be responsible gun owners and to prevent weapons of war from being placed on the streets. That is what's important, sir. And 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 look, thank you for bringing that up. That was a very important commentary. And I hope people listen to what you had to say, John. It's important. Anything else you'd do. like to add, sir? Oh, I just want people to, understand that
2: a gun is an immediate result to something that should might should be something that takes time to resolve. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You've got to stop and think and talk. And then on the age thing, I'll say this one of the strongest, one of the most impactful people I ever knew was my grandfather. The man lived to ninety two he worked every single day until ninety. He could outwork any man. He was the strongest man I've ever met in my life and to this very day is the strongest man I ever met in my life. And he could he did he he fed thirty or forty people for his whole life, all the way into his nineties. He worked. He did work so much. He did so many things that I, that people half his age could not do. So do not let age be any indication
0: of how you think any person can do their job. I think you're going to like the video that I'm going to play for that age issue when I'm done taking these calls. So thank you so kindly for calling, John. You have a wonderful rest of your day, sir.
2: Y'all are great. Thank you, ma'am. Y'all are really
0: great. And I love what you do for this community. Thank you, sir. You have a wonderful day. Let's go to Wild Bill, line number three. Come on in, Wild Bill. How are you doing today? Howdy, Pilgrim. I'll tell you Uh, what, I I have to
5: disagree with that last cat. Because mm -hmm. uh, if I was in the room, uh, I've got a license to carry. And you know what I mean? Uh, A good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. And uh, I'm getting sick of hearing about this. You know, your first thought is, yeah, you got to take cover. But no, uh, he better take his best shot because he's only going to get one. And uh, like I said, I have a license to carry. I don't... Uh, I'm respectful. Uh, Dad, Dad had two cardinal rules. Respect your mother and law enforcement. And I'm getting sick of people calling out law enforcement. Uh but it's gotten to the point where I, I hate to say it's the old west, but uh, I don't have a, a nickname of Wild Bill for no reason. And, and I, I respect the weapon. And uh, like I said, if I'm in the room, uh, you better take your best shot because you're only going to get one.
0: Thank you for your service. Okay, let me be, I don't want you to leave yet, uh, Wild Bill. I want to ask you one question, okay? You have, right. a licensed, you have a license to carry, right? Yes, sir. You are a responsible gun owner who knows how to use it. You train to use it, correct?
5: And, and similar to the last guy, we were raised with weapons. We had them in the back of our pickups. Right. Uh, never meant to
0: bring harm to anyone else. Exactly. Uh, no, you never... Not one not other thing, Wild Bill, great. you never... You never went ahead and just one day you decided you wanted a gun and just jumped up and buy a gun you, you 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 had a thought process why you wanted your gun, correct
5: yes i i don't care if it's my own or i'm in the room when something happens I, I don't want to be there and not be have you know i'm not going to sit back and watch somebody pick somebody off
0: there you go I well can't- you. You are not at all the person that we want to, that that we're talking about. We're talking about, uh, the the previous caller spoke about his experience with his family and those in his families who had weapons. He's definitely not talking about somebody like you, my friend. In fact, yeah, he's not talking about you. But anything else you want to add before we go to the last caller, my friend? Or to the next caller, I'm sorry. Uh, God is good all the time. Thank you, my brother. You have a wonderful rest of your day, okay? Peace. Peace. Let's go to Tag. Come on in, Tag. Hey, Bertel, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Talk to me, my friend. Well, Oh, what happened to Tag?
2: Well, oh. the tin cans and string just didn't work out for Tag. Tag, call us back, okay?
0: Yeah, please call back Tag. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. And for those people who uh, let's uh, the, the phone system dropped or something like that, please feel free. Give us a call. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. We really want to hear from you on these subjects, this is very important. E2247, welcome to Politics Done Right on the stream as well, on the chat as well. Anyhow, continuing with the program, Michael Steele on an aged, obese Trump. Michael Steele was asked by MSNBC host, If Republicans were strained too far on the Biden is too old issue, Steele agreed. In fact, he said that they should be careful given that most of the Fox News watchers are part of the geriatric cabal. Steele said that in the politics of the moment... Biden had handled the age issue expertly. He said, while Trump is wailing from the podium, the president is getting stuff done. Trump is bogged down with legal issues. Michael Steele then went into a narrative even progressives and Democrats should be ready to articulate. There are some contrast comparisons. And well, I tell you what, uh, let me go ahead and take the call before I go into um, the video itself. So um, we're we're going to get that as soon as that is queued up and ready to go. We're going to be taking on Matthew. Matthew, come on in.
5: Hey, Humberto. So real quick, um, you know, when you give people rights, it's really hard to take them away. Um, and so we gave the gun lobby these rights of corporate personhood, and they're super powerful. And I don't know how we take away their. Self-given rights, perceived rights. I mean, it took the Supreme Court to change the Roe versus Wade. Um, so, I just want to get
0: your idea on that. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Okay, thank you so kindly for calling, Matthew. As far as uh, rights, right? Uh, unlike unlike the right for the Roe versus Wade right, that that right came about by using the what's called the, the privacy clause, etc., to, to 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 come up with that. So it's e- it was easier for them to reinterpret that right. Now they the right to hold a gun is the Second Amendment right is in the Constitution. So we really, unless we were to change the Constitution, we couldn't stop people from having the right to own a gun. But there is a piece that Bill, that uh, Bill, that that uh, there's a piece that John Stewart did with an Oklahoma congressman where he said where we actually prove that we can regulate guns because uh, it's been proven we can regulate rights. Example. Uh, Everybody has the right to vote, but states have the right that in order for you to vote, you must register, you must show birth certificates, or you must show something in certain states to vote. And that passes constitutional muster. The same applies to the Second Amendment. They like to compare or change the words and say, well, it says shall. It doesn't matter if it's shall or not. We have the right to regulate. Somebody can't say, I desire an F-16. I desire a bazooka. We have the right to regulate. That said, you said, how do we then, given personhood, etc., how do we regulate? How are we able to take that right away? I don't want to take the right away. What I want to do is regulate. And how do we attain that? By electing those. We Look, right now we have a killing field in America. Over 168 killings have occurred thus far with guns in America this year. This is, there is no comparison with any other country on the planet. None. No comparison whatsoever. The question is, are we going to get tired of the killing? Well, guess what? We are tired of the killing based on the polls. 80 plus percent want background checks. 80 plus percent wants the kid to have to wait till they're 21 to get a gun. 80 plus percent want all these features that are there to regulate guns and to slow down, have a 30-day wait, have a one-week wait. More, all these things have supermajority in the population. What is it that we have to do? We have to elect the right people. We have to have the KPFTs of the world being able to not go through the issues that most people go through as far as the thinking process that propaganda causes. But we can do it. We can do it. We can absolutely do it. And that's why we're doing, that's why we have programs like this. We can do it. Let's go to MOD. MOD, come on in. Uh, MOD, come on in. MOD, you're on. Hi. uh, I tried to get a word
4: yesterday about the gun thing, and I just, I was like to say a sentence or two. If the strategy of tension that we perfected in Vietnam is called the Phoenix Program, and we use iterations of it like uh, Operation Gladio during the seventies and eighties, more like state-sponsored terrorism, most with and stay behind. If we see these policies, of Earth, though that we have been exporting the liberal. And policies come to fruition here with, you know, killings, uh, mass shootings. Do we be surprised that that's finally being
0: done here? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Mod. Okay. Anything so- else you want to say real quickly before we go to the other call, brother Mod?
4: Uh, just that, you know, we have these iterations like Gene Sharp's 198 ways of Soft power revolution to, from culture modification, like uh, the, the, all these agendas.
0: Looks like we Keep lost. M- Mod, you're breaking up. So, um, uh, look, I, I got your first point. Thank you very much for calling, my friend. Let's go to Samantha. Samantha, come on in, Samantha.
6: Hello, hi. Uh, I, I just want to make a comment on, on the first piece about the, um, the illegal immigrant. And uh, is it, was it Channel View that. Uh,
5: that uh, no, it was in Samantha, Cleveland. You know, I,
0: Cleve, I, Cleveland, I, Cleveland is Cleveland. where the shooting occurred, yeah. Cleveland, yeah, Texas.
5: And, uh, had, Cleveland,
6: Texas, yes. He had been uh, deported four times or three times? Yes. Um, I just yes that 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 to me I think you know uh, I disagree a little bit with you about Greg Abbott being a monster and not knowing what to do I think you know because he's a, a Republican he was a bit hard on the people who wanted to come into our country but you see this is one of the examples here we have it again uh, he was just a criminal. They had they there's a lot of legal channels in which to come into our country. You have to wait uh for the the process to to take its, its to 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 unfold so that you can come in here legally. There is a legal way to come in to so this country always has been but people like that are nothing but criminals and, and they flip through the system all the time, so eventually he was going to do that again, so you know he Greg Abbott was really just cracking down on a, a surge of, of, of people from South America, Latin America, that always take advantage of the system. I just wanna say that because I, I do believe that uh, we need to open up our borders to, um, to more migrants because of their situation in other countries, but there has to be a legal way. Just like he, Greg Abbott always says that, there has to be some kind of um, a
0: process. We just can't let people in because that's going to happen. Okay. Let me, let let me, let me, uh, let me engage you a bit here. Um, I have no problem with uh, that guy should not be here. That guy should be deported. I agree 100%. Right. But Greg Abbott treats immigrants as if they are animals. And he, 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 he cloaks that by saying, well, uh, there's a legal way to get here, etc. I want to point you to one thing, Samantha, and this is very, very important. I am from South America. I'm from Panama. I am a legal, uh, re- legal naturalized citizen of the United States of America. But here's the thing. We have a war in Ukraine right now. Ukrainians just have to go south of the go to Mexico and they can go fill out some paperwork and come into the United States because of the issues that are happening in Ukraine. There are many issues and, and you see, I, I can't I can't blame you for let's say not knowing this particular issue because we don't cover it in the news here. The mainstream media don't. But a lot of the ca- causation of the immigration issues, the reason people are coming here, are for many corporate policies that we have from, from Honduras, Guatemala, Panama, Costa Rica, uh, Venezuela, and all these, All th- there are things that we have our hands in that nobody's gonna tell you about, which causes this migration. And by creating the difficulty in people that are, that are going through those issues to come here it's a problem. We are, we'd say we have a shortage of workers. That's what we say. But somehow we can't solve the problem because politicians don't want to. So, I mean, I, I don't want to change the subject here, Samantha, but it's so important that to understand that what Greg Abbott is doing has nothing to do with what you're saying. What you're saying is very good and honorable. What Greg Abbott is saying and doing proves who he is. Your comment, ma'am.
6: Yeah, yes, I, I agree. I, I I don't have too much of a comment then, but I I just I, I do believe that my, uh, the immigration system in America is one of the best. You know, uh, that's what we should be proud about. Uh, even though people like that get through the system all the time, you know.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I he have. just he just have to cross the river. I mean, you know, when we want to go <laughs> other places, we do. You know, he crosses the river. We can't if we don't yeah, have yeah. enough people to police that. You know, But you know what? Guess what, Samantha? He was able to get an AR-15. And guess why he was able to get an AR-15? Because guess what? We supply. All those criminals in Mexico with the drug cartel, guess who supply them with guns? We do. This criminal that came over here, he was able to get an AR-15. If we had declared the AR-15 that weapon of war, he wouldn't have had an AR-15 to kill with. And even if he had a shotgun or, a, or whatever, it would not have done the damage that it did, my dear friend. Yeah, 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 it's terrible. Thank you so kindly for calling, Samantha. Thank you, thank you. You have a wonderful day, ma'am. Anyhow, folks, uh, we're, we're kind of running out of time here, so let me just tell you that I had three subjects to cover. The one was, uh, I, I'm going to read this part real quickly instead of playing the video because, again, uh, we don't have the time. This is what Michael Steele said about age. There are some contrast, comparisons and contrast there that Biden team can put up and people do forget. Again, it's part of how Republicans frame the narrative that Donald Trump is just four years behind them and obese by most medical standards out of shape. And we've got the same images of this, of that president having a hard time walking down a plank, not walking up, but walking down a plank Do you want to play that game? Play it carefully because there's enough evidence out there about Trump to show that age hasn't been kind to him. It has always bothered me for some time how poorly Democrats tend to create the proper narrative. Donald Trump is obese. He eats unhealthy meals. He is incoherent, likely showing a mental decline. And he is physically unbalanced. Democrats and progressives must expose the projection. When the truth is on your side, the narrative writes itself, if one allows it to do so. Let's remember that, folks. Let's remember that. And the last one, last topic was called "Desantis neutered by his own." After listening to a transphobic diatribe from Republican primary presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy to the to the con- the confused misinformer had a moment of clarity. Yes, a non-working clock is still correct twice a day. He said the following. On one hand, I assume you agree. This is what Chuck Todd says. On one hand, uh, you agree with pushing back at Disney b- by the governor. And he answered. The pushback that the governor, DeSantis, had on on uh, Disney. And his answer was, here's where Ron DeSantis really lost it. He's gone on the wrong path, he claimed. Disney should have... Uh, Had should never have had chronic capitalist lobbying-related privilege is in the first place. Here's a part he doesn't mention. One of those chronic capitalist privileges was, and I think the most relevant one, codified into law by none other than Ron DeSantis in 2021. So Florida passed this political anti-discrimination status, which I applauded. If you operate internet companies, this includes streaming services like Disney does, then you can't engage in a viewpoint. And he went on to say that the exception to all these policies were given to Disney and signed by whom? It was signed through by the one and only Ron DeSantis. So here we have someone pointing out that Ron DeSantis is really, while he's attacking Disney right now, he was responsible for much of what Disney is. We are coming down to the last minute of the program, folks. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for all those calls. For all those calls that got dropped, please remember, we are here seven days, five days a week. So call us in tomorrow and call in early if you get a chance. 713 We'll be here ready to take your calls. Ready? I'll play these videos for you tomorrow, um, depending on the subjects that we'll we'll be covering tomorrow. But I thank you for being here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out.